The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Remember the Thai cave rescue? What about the mission depicted in Black Hawk Down or the epic rescue shown in Captain Phillips? You've probably heard of all of these, but did you know that U.S. Air Force Special Warfare played a pivotal role in all of them? These airmen are the most highly trained warriors on the planet. Other forces like the SEALs and Army Rangers call on them to provide skills no one else can. Not many people make the cut, but if you think you can, visit AirForce.com to learn more. Welcome to the Busted Open Podcast. This is the Busted Open Podcast. You can listen to the full show Monday through Saturday from 9 a.m. to noon Eastern on Sirius XM Fight Nation Channel 156. Yeah, welcome in pro wrestling fans on a very special Saturday edition of Busted Open Radio Podcast Edition here on the weekend. I am your weekend host, Ryan McKinnell, and joining me on this Saturday, we got the innovator of violence, Tommy Dreamer, holding it down, and my, oh my, am I happy to have Dreamer with me today, because why? Well, about 15 years ago, Tommy Dreamer was the man who brought CM Punk over to WWE, and last night, CM Punk made his return to pro wrestling this time for all elite wrestling and dreamer and i take a deep dive into what that means for punk aew and all of pro wrestling also it wouldn't be a saturday edition of busted open if we didn't give you our weekly winner for the best show that was in the week of professional wrestling and on this episode we have a very special guest the world's strongest man Mark Henry stopping by to give his thoughts on his pal, CM Punk, making his long-awaited return to professional wrestling. What a weekend that we have on the docket, pro wrestling fans. What a time to be alive. This is Busted Open on a weekend. All you got to do is sit back, relax, click play. Let's get it going. August 13th. 2005, I left professional wrestling. August 20th, 2021, I'm back. And I'm back because there's a hell of a lot of young talent that I wish I was surrounded by 10 years ago. So in saying that, I sit back and I say, well, hell, they're there now, so why aren't you? Here I am. I'm back because I want to work with that young talent that had the same passion that I had stamped out. I'm back because there's a couple of scores to settle in that locker room. I'm back for the young guys. Darby Allen! I will see you, and I'll see Sting, and I'll see all of you September 5th, live on pay-per-view. I'm back. Welcome in pro wrestling fans here on a very 
special Saturday weekend edition of Busted Open Radio. I'm Ryan McKinnell, and joining me as my tag team partner here on this historic, it feels historic, historic Saturday, we got the one and only innovator of violence himself, Tommy Dreamer. Tommy, what the hell did we just watch? We watched wrestling history, and it was a great moment. Man, the world was buzzing, and not the wrestling world. I saw so many different social media accounts. Sports Center finally jumped ship and went with AEW, was tweeting out CM Punk, the United Center, <laughs> your hometown of Chicago. They're putting up uh, CM Punk banners as you're leaving the venue, as well as, hey, you got some free ice cream. What a moment we got to witness last night. It really, it really was. You heard it right there in the open. CM Punk making his return to professional wrestling. He is now all elite. And you heard it there to open the show, Tommy, here on Busted Open on a Saturday. Tony Khan and all elite wrestling wasting no time on Rampage last night, kicking the show off with CM Punk, giving CM Punk a mic, letting him speak his mind. And we heard a little bit there in the open, Tommy. Not only is CM Punk back in professional wrestling, CM Punk has a match, and it's it all out in Chicago Labor Day weekend against Darby Allen. I mean, we're getting right into it, Tommy. We're going to talk about the ramifications of what this means for the future of pro wrestling. We're obviously going to hear from the nation, but in terms of fantasy booking Darby Allen CM Punk like two weeks away I can't think of a better first opponent for CM Punk than Darby Allen absolutely um especially hey here's the big difference with uh AEW that he did it with uh Christian and when I say he Tony Khan he makes you earn your stripes in the sense of still going with the wins matter and yeah. Christian had to get a bunch of wins to get to Kenny Omega and CM Punk is going to continue to get some wins so he could be the number one contender eventually to either whomever's the champion, if it's going to be Kenny Omega, if it's going to be Christian, we don't know, but he's going to be doing stuff like that. And I mean, the best part about it is CM Punk is back wrestling full time. And that's a good thing. Yeah, he said it last night, and we're going to be hearing audio from CM Punk. He also had a uh, a post-event press conference that our own Dave LaGreca got to ask some questions to CM Punk. You'll be hearing that over the course of the next three hours. There's just, Tommy, there's so much to get to, right? The buzz, like... It's so often, or it's so it, it doesn't happen so often, right? Where you can like you have this moment in professional wrestling where you can like you can taste it, you can feel it. It's in the air, like you know something special is happening. Jr. Jim Ross said it last night on the broadcast that this is one of the most special moments of his career. Tony Schiavone tweeting out over the last uh, few hours that this was the the biggest moment, the best pop that he's seen in professional wrestling history right like Tommy we don't live history like this often obviously it's hard to tell where this is gonna go but what I do know is when you live history especially in pro wrestling you know it and and again I I can't think of many times that I've seen grown men cry 
but we saw it last night. I think the thing, the, the the event that probably pops into my mind the most, and and producer Andre uh, actually was talking about this before the show. It was Ric Flair's retirement match against Shawn Michaels at WrestleMania. That's like the last time I can legitimately remember the entire pro wrestling world kind of collectively feeling a t- emotion together last night at well seven o'clock Pacific, ten o'clock Eastern, roughly. We all felt the same emotion. And it was it was something to experience, Dreamer. Where does this rank? You know, last night, Rampage, CM Punk's return. Where does this rank for you in terms of all-time shocking moments, in terms of historic pro wrestling moments? Um, it wasn't a shock because it was like the worst kept secret for, the, for a reason. <laughs> um, everybody knew he was coming. We just didn't know when. Uh, I would say it's the loudest pop I've ever heard. And... If I'm ranking it, I would say CM Punk's pop last night, Edge's return uh, to the Royal Rumble was another long, continuous pop. I mean, the list goes on and on. And you're talking to someone who was, you know, seen live, the Road Warriors coming out to Iron Man. I've seen Hulk Hogan come out to Eye of the Tiger. I've seen Hulk Hogan come out to Real American. Uh, I've seen Dusty Rhodes come out in his in his prime of prime. Um, I've seen a lot of pops been part of them live. Uh, <clears throat> Sandman's return to ECW, Sandman's entrance at One Night Stand, uh, Raven's return. These are some amazing, amazing pops. Anytime Steve Austin's glass would break. Or rocks if you smell what was cooking. I mean, these are pop of pops. Hey, Britt Baker. <clears throat> Britt Baker got a pop of pop in Pittsburgh. Um, it's uh, it's up there, though. It's, it's one of the loudest and longest. And like you said, when here's the biggest reason. Uh, somebody that everybody loved or respected his body of work, he left us. And I always say this. As wrestling fans, we need closure. We need it as wrestlers as well. But we never had that closure. We didn't have it with Christian. Christian just went away. And we're, ap- we're able to get these moments back. Uh, and Christian's pop at last year's Royal Rumble would have been deafening, except there was no fans. Yeah, yeah, you're not wrong. You're not wrong. And it is interesting. You know, you talk about all-time historic pops. Obviously, you're the encyclopedia of pro wrestling. Not only knowledge, but experiences, Dreamer. You've remained a fan this entire time. I can see how excited you are this morning. Obviously, the nation is excited. It just, I don't I don't know if I like, I don't want to be hyperbolic, right? I, I don't want to, like, oversell it. But it feels like what we watched last night on some level was a shift in the pro wrestling business because Tommy, I I don't know where you stood on the whole CM Punk thing. I, I always said similar to what you're saying when you talk about closure, right? I never felt like the artist CM Punk got the closure that he probably wanted. But I also, as time clicked down, like I have a unique relationship with, with CM Punk, right? Like, I don't mean that personally, Dreamer. I mean that professionally from the standpoint that he is a guy that brought me back to pro wrestling. I'll talk about that as the next three hours go along. But then he also made a jump over to the UFC and mixed martial arts, right? So Dreamer, I had to cover this guy professionally where I had to take my fandom away. I had to look at Phil Brooks. 
I had to, you know, analyze and critique him from an entirely different place, which honestly, Dreamer, in, a, in, in some ways, it kind of, it, it sucked. Because this was a guy, again, who I said brought me back to pro wrestling after uh, X number of years away. And, and to watch him kind of go into and follow his passion and, and, and be a commentator for, for regional mixed martial arts. Not just be a fighter for the UFC, right? Like, he dove headfirst into MMA. I didn't know if we were ever going to see him back. I honestly is, I, maybe I was trying to convince myself that they would. But deep in my heart, I didn't think CM Punk was actually going to come back now as you said the worst kept secret in pro wrestling for a reason a couple months ago i did start changing my tune and i did start allowing myself to believe that cm punk was going to return but but let me ask you this dreamer what was your thought on cm punk's return did you ever see this day coming to be honest no i thought he was done i when he showed up in wwe on fox on uh that show that was a shocking backstage yeah and i loved backstage and i was thinking maybe he they're trying to mend his relationship with the wwe then i heard some of his comments on that show and i was just like oh he's there strictly from uh for fox which he was truthful about and he's like i don't work for wwe i work for fox that relationship didn't last long backstage did last long unfortunately it was a good show i never in this business you can never say never but with him i really did think that he would never go back to wwe because that relationship was so damaged and i think it's pretty much proof that uh that relationship is still damaged yeah, I think I think it's safe to say that. What about this relationship with AEW, CM Punk, and the fans, Dreamer? We were talking about it before the show, right? Like Vince McMahon, he's a behemoth. The WWE is a behemoth. They've got their content deals. They've got their TV deals. They've got their streaming deals, merchandise. Like, they're okay. They're going to be making their money, right? But CM Punk jumping to AEW after seven, eight years away – what type of shift could this lead to in the business, Dreamer? Because we know the quote-unquote forbidden door is open. Fantasy matchups for CM Punk and potentially Brian Danielson and what's to come are, 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 are seemingly endless, at least in the minds of, of pro wrestling geeks, right? Dreamer, this, is, this feels historic. I need you to talk me off the ledge. I need you to, for me to compartmentalize this and bring my excitement down a little bit because, Dreamer, my, my, my mind is running wild. I just want to sit here and say that this is one of the top five moments in the pro wrestling business in my lifetime this could signal a shift for the next decade dreamer i had someone ask me last night on twitter did aew win the weekend and i just said the weekend question mark lol the weekend dreamer we could be talking about aew winning the decade uh well i'm not going to push you off the i'm not going to hold you back i'm going to push you off the edge if you think about the possibilities we have CM Punk on Friday in your back pocket. We still have the rumors of uh, Daniel Bryan, Brian Danielson. Oh, yeah. by the way, Ric Flair will probably show up somewhere. Uh, and there's going to be a whole lot more. AEW has gotten the people's attention and Tony Khan. I, I'm, I spent a lot of time with Tony, uh, especially recently. He just, he talks about like, how his pitch was, how all his sell was for 
this uh, to go onto TNT. He's just like, hey, he believes in free agency. Hey, he believes in all these uh, people watching for who's going to come to his company. Who's going? That also means who's going to eventually leave when guys' contracts coming up. It's going, but for right now, everybody's talking about AEW. Everyone, like I said, man, this wasn't just like in the wrestling community. This was everywhere. I had people re- call me up last night, and be like, "Did or text me? Did you see CM Punk show up? I can't believe that happened. I, I mean, I didn't think. And I'm not talking. These aren't. These are your casual wrestling. It has a buzz because CM Punk is that type of performer. I seriously sat and think, and I think it's a great question for the nation. Like, one, what was the biggest pop you ever experienced? Two, who could show up on WWE programming to get that shift over? I, me personally, the only person to me, if he's coming back, it has to be Steve Austin's music. And Steve Austin said he's coming back for a match. That's right. it. Because Punk has said he's coming back. Essentially, essentially Punk's back full time. What do you say, Dreamer? I got the time. I got Wednesdays. I got Fridays. I got four Sundays a year. I'm here and I'm not going anywhere. I'm with you. I, I don't. I don't know how much Vince cares about last night. I'm sure on some level he's paying attention. But, Dreamer, I'm here in Vegas. I'm in fight capital of the world, right? I'm going to SummerSlam here in a few hours. I don't think there is anything Vince can do that is going to take away the shine of what we saw last night on Rampage. The weekend was won by... Tony Khan, CM Punk, and AEW. And yeah, you're right. Short of Stone Cold Steve Austin coming back tonight in Las Vegas and announcing he's got a match. I don't know if there's anything at WWE can do. And Dreamer, the match I always wanted to see Austin have, that one more match was against CM Punk, the straight edge superstar, right? The 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 hardcore uh, you know the the generational sort of icon that CM Punk was, right? Versus the beer drinking, swilling uh, uh stone cold Steve Austin. So even then dreamer, I don't know how much it would resonate. It's it's wild how much of an impact one man can have in the landscape of professional wrestling. Absolutely. This is the outsiders uh, showing up on Nitro. This is yep. a very, very, I don't want to say a seismic shift, but this has had a lot of people talking. And this is an AEW just showing up on, you know, national television was a massive, like people like, oh, you're in part of a, this is now starting a revolution. The revolution has already begun. The business has changed. Uh, COVID, if COVID didn't happen, this we've been talking so many different. The first biggest step was Chris Jericho showing up on that podium. Uh, think of your roster, seriously. Think of the AEW roster. Think of the toys that Tony Khan has to play with. They're all toys that are going out there for wrestlers and wrestling fans that they love. Exciting, exciting times. We are obviously going to dive into SummerSlam as the three hours unravel, but we are starting this show with the news of the weekend, news of the year. Hell, it might end up being news of the decade. CM Punk back in professional wrestling. CM Punk is all elite. 
Hello, SiriusXM. This is Pat McAfee. Starting Wednesday, my show is coming to Mad Dog Sports Radio. If you don't know me, here's a resume. I used to kick balls for a living. Sometimes I do comedy. I'm an undefeated professional wrestler except for one match. And I do a radio show where I'll entertain the living hell out of you with sports takes and some stories from my crazy life. The dumbest sports show to ever exist, The Pat McAfee Show. We're on weekdays from noon to 3 Eastern starting Wednesday on Mad Dog Sports Radio, Channel 82, Amazon Alexa, Google Assistant, or however the hell you stream in your house. And we are back here on a Saturday, the busted open train rolling along. I'm Ryan McKinnell. That is Tommy Dreamer. And joining us right now, he is my usual tag team partner here on a Saturday. And he is coming off of what is no doubt a historic night, not only for all elite wrestling and CM Punk, but a historic night for pro wrestling. We are joined by the world's strongest man, Mark Henry. Mark! Your buddy CM Punk is back in the building. He is back in pro wrestling. To quote you, my friend, wow. Wow. <laughs> I said I was going to hit it a couple of times for the nation. I hit it for a couple of times. <laughs> well, we were all saying, wow, we were all dumbfounded. I mean, there was, Mark, there was obviously talk. There was obviously rumor, innuendo. People were dropping hints. Tony Khan coming on Busted Open yesterday with you and Dave and saying, hey, I'm not going to let you down. He didn't let us down. CM Punk is back in pro wrestling. Mark, what was that sound like when CM Punk hit the ramp? You've been a part of some pretty big-ass pops. I would have to imagine that's near the top of the list. Well, it definitely was. I mean, we we all, Tommy knows there's always the term, the, the warrior pop, the road warriors. And um, there have been a few guys that was able to get the jet engine roar and then to keep it going for a consistent amount of time. Uh, and, I mean, you know, you get the Michaels and the Undertakers and uh, Ric Flair's, like you, the Stone Cold Steve Austin's, the Rocks. Like that's I've been in the ring with those guys, so I understand what that sounds like. And last night was that, and and then some. And yeah, it was his hometown, but yeah, I think that any arena that you go to, you get that reaction with his return. Mark, what was like uh, the backstage vibe once that happened or, you know, once the reveal, I mean, I'm sure everybody's watching it, but just the backstage vibe after it. I mean, I hope everybody realizes like this was such a historic wrestling moment to be a part of. Oh, most definitely. You, you can feel it. The, the, everybody, the, the buzz, the scuttlebutt, the talk, the chat, whatever you want to call it. Uh, everybody was appreciative of him being there and adding to what's already a unbelievable program uh, going forward. Him, tra- him challenging Darby Allen um, just brought it all into uh, you could be next. And, and, and that's, that's kind of like where we are with, with the talent. Like, you know, you, you could be next. Like, don't rest on your laurels. This is the time to advance, to push, to proceed forward with your best effort because now the microscope is going to even be on you even more. Uh, there's going to be more eyes. Last night, um, almost 400 tickets were sold for Milwaukee, which is 90 miles uh, away from Chicago. 
Uh, and I'm sure that today and tomorrow, uh, there's going to be another, you know, surge in, in the ticket sales. Last night, the, the CM Punk t-shirt sold out <laughs> in minutes. And um, the website, Pro Wrestling Tees, crashed because they were receiving so much um, want for the product that it, it just, the system crashed. So um, one guy can have a, a, an immense effect on what makes a, a really great program. Absolutely. And I'm also noticing like Sports Center was tweeting stuff out. The United Center, the Chicago Blackhawks, um, how the United Center was lit up uh, afterwards. I mean, I haven't seen that like almost since when the Bulls were, you know, won. Uh, and, and that's that's exactly what was said um, last night by people like Jonathan Hood and people that are Chicago natives. They were saying, wow, Chicago haven't had a buzz like this since the Bulls were going back to back. And, man, that's crazy to think about that one man could have that much effect on, on an industry to where you basically are – bringing back the kind of feelings that people had in the greatest glory days of Chicago's uh, premier franchise, the Chicago Bulls. You talk about the emotion, Mark. You talk about uh, what people are feeling. I'm very curious to wondering what Vince McMahon is feeling here on this Saturday. We're obviously a couple hours away from SummerSlam. This is a major pay-per-view. Do you think he tries to pull out any stops? Do you think he tries to one-up AEW last night and the debut of CM Punk? And Mark, is there anything he can do to, to take this weekend away from AEW? You know what, man? I think for everybody else. I can only think for what we're doing and, and put the positive light and spin on what we're doing. What everybody else is doing, good luck. Because, <laughs> like, there is a lot more to come. And not just with bringing other talent in, but just the fact that you have people like a CM Punk, like a... a, 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 a Tommy, um, she, well, he, Malachi, Malachi Black. Black. Um, you, you have guys like that, that their effect is not just in the ring and not just in the rating. It's the, the effect is on the other talent. It's, it's like up in the level of the people that you work with, up in the talent of the people that you walk down the hall with, like, hey, man, won't you try this? Won't you do this every now and then? Like sometimes some of the people at AEW, they have never been in an arena with that many people before. You you can hear the guys talking like over, I overheard at least two or three conversations where people were like, man, I've never seen this many people in my life. So what are they going to do once they're comfortable with that? Oh. You see what I'm saying? That's the effect on on having a, a, a show like we did last night. Um, the biggest crowd that they've been in in front of 10,000 people. Mark, and we they had doubled it. it. Almost we doubled it. Uh, LaGreca asked uh, CM Punk about what it felt like, and he said he felt nervous, which was, he said, because he's been in bigger moments. He's been in bigger arenas 
stadiums and he could care less. And he goes, the fact that he felt nervous meant he cared. And then literally a fan called in and said he felt nervous attending the show, which is like such a profound statement because he was so emotionally invested into what possibly could happen. And, and I equated to your favorite team in the Super Bowl, the World Series. And uh, it's just such a special time. And, you know, we've seen, I saw in that one clip of the pan, I saw a fan crying and I saw men jumping up and down. I saw people hugging each other. Like that was so special uh, for wrestling fans and just for the wrestling universe, just because it was like, oh my God, this has actually happened. Yeah, I, I, I talked to him last night and he was just amped up, just like, man, I don't know what I'm going to say. I'm going to just say what come to my heart. Like he was being as real as possible. Uh, he couldn't sit still. You know, you, when you're a big star like him, you get the private dressing room and, you know, this man, he was walking around like, man, I, I, just, I can't stay in this room. I, I, I mean, he was like he was truly given the energy that the fans were giving back. I mean, and that that it takes a lot. You heard what he said. Like, bro, we've all had that moment where we fell out of love. Your, your heart is broken. You you you. You don't, you're, you're angry first, then you have denial and you go through the, the, the seven moments of grief and you, you just can't put it into context. Well, last night, when you feel right and he felt right, he was able to come out there and explain that seamlessly, effortlessly, and he, was, he, he made me a believer that he's back, that he loves pro wrestling, and he wants pro wrestling to be respected and loved the way that he sees it, not the way other people see it because they want to make a buck or they, they want to have power over the industry. It's called pro wrestling for a reason. I was a fan as a little boy, and now I'm a grown man. I have the same love for it, and now I feel like the love is intensifying because um, – I don't have a limit to it. Like I can interject on the industry like that. That means the world to me. And kudos to the locker room, because I mean, from what I'm understanding, he's in the back for a while, not one leak, not one spoiler, not one anything. There was still that anticipation, even for me as a guy who's been a part of these amazing moments or produced some amazing moments, not like when I heard his music hit, I was like, no way. Even when I saw his name, I was like, something's going to happen. Then when he walked out, I was like, God, man, they're delivering this first. This is amazing. So kudos to the locker room for not spoiling it because yeah. that's also having being a fan, but also realizing that this is such a monumental thing in the industry. So kudos to that locker room as well. Guys, I, you know, I always have to take it back to food, right? So we're sitting there and he announces that the CM Punk ice cream bar is <laughs> in the building. And I'm looking around. I'm like, so it's just for the, it's just for the fans? Like, shit, what, what about me? I'm a fatty. I want an ice cream. And, bro, they brought us ice cream out to the announce table. 
That's awesome. And I got brain freeze and almost died. <laughs> I tried to eat it. I had 90 seconds to eat this entire ice cream bar. <laughs> and, and I was shoveling it in, shoveling it in, trying to get it before the no, 90 seconds. And, and you can, you, if you listen, go back and listen to the, when he came out, I wanted to lay back anyway, just so the, the audience can feel what was going on and not hear anybody talking. But I couldn't talk anyway because I was holding my face and my head like, oh God, warm up. Uh, it, it, was, it was an unbelievable experience, man. I'll never forget where I was this yesterday. Um, and I guarantee you it's going to pay dividends to the wrestling industry. Absolutely. It already and has. This is, and this is and this is what I love, you guys, whether it be Tommy Dreamer, Bama Dave calling in, Mark Henry, myself, Andre Guns, it doesn't matter. We were all in the same boat last night. We all felt the same emotions, a universal feeling. And, Mark, we lived history last night at AEW Rampage. Brother, I know you're at the airport. I know you got a flight to catch. I want to thank you for joining us here on a Saturday. And congrats to everybody over at AEW. Thanks for the history, man. Thank you, man. Y'all continue to have a great show. Thanks, buddy. We will. World's strongest man, Mark Henry, joining us on a Saturday. I mean that, Dream. We've got a minute left before we're about to go to break and come back with Weekly Winner. But that was my favorite thing about last night, knowing that you, Tommy Dreamer, were feeling the exact same things that I was feeling despite completely different pathways in our pro wrestling fandom. I've also, uh, absolutely, man. And I've also been the uh, chubby kid at the end of the line for the good humor truck at a little league game and just like couldn't wait to get that ice cream. I wanted my chip, which so bad. So I can relate to everyone uh, as well there too. But it was an amazing moment, man. It was, it was awesome. Well, the question is, Will it take weekly winner? Is it going to be Rampage? Is it going to be Dynamite? Is it going to be SmackDown, Impact, NXT, Raw? Well, listen, I think we know it's not going to be Monday Night Raw. And honestly, if we're being if we're being real truthful with ourselves, I think we know who both of us are going with the weekly winner. Hate to bury the lead. We'll be back in 60 seconds. Weekly winner coming up next. The landscape of pro wrestling is evolving which means more options for fans. So many activities. Mark Henry and Ryan McKinnell are here to answer the difficult questions. What was the best show this week? You ain't first, you're last. The week's over, so get over. This is the Busted Open Weekly Winner. Yeah, I mean, some it's a tough question to have to answer for Weekly Winner, but something tells me, Tommy Dreamer, on this Saturday edition of Busted Open, Weekly Winner is going to be a little bit easier than most. I just, I don't know how you don't give AEW Rampage Weekly Winner after them bringing in CM Punk, popping the entire professional wrestling world and really dominating this show, Tommy Dreamer. We're on the morning of SummerSlam. I'm in Las Vegas, Nevada. I am hyped for this event. Dreamer, this is only going to be my third SummerSlam ever. I'm very excited for this card. I'm excited to see Edge wrestle for the first time live. I'm excited to even see Goldberg for the first time live. I've been watching Goldberg for like 25 years, and you know what? None of it holds a candle to what we saw last night on rampage rampage is definitely my weekly winner 
Uh, of course. I think it's everybody's <laughs> week, weekly winner. And listen, uh, I have I did not see Monday Night Raw. I cannot uh, talk about it. I saw uh, NXT. I did not have the chance to watch um, Dynamite. So it doesn't matter what <laughs> is out there. Rampage last night is the weekly winner and should be the weekly winner for everybody. Um, and that's, again, emergence card last night on Impact was as good as SummerSlam will be. The matches were amazing. I was there live and I was like, damn, this is such a good show. I watched Christian defend the world title against Brian Myers in a match that had throwbacks to their early beginnings for both those guys because their careers were parallel in the sense of coming up with Edge and, and they they paid homage to Edge in their match, which rightfully so. And everything should nothing can compare to what happened what we saw last night. And this is something that we're going to talk about in the you know annals of of history. There's Jimmy Snuka jumping off the top of the steel cage. There's uh Shawn Michaels putting Marty Jannetty through um, the barbershop window, Hogan slamming Andre, the list goes on and on for memorable moments. And that was perhaps one of, you know, it's the modern day mem most memorable moment. It really is. It, it, it really is. I don't, I, I, I can't think of as an adult, Tommy, where I was moved like this. I, I don't, I'm not. I'm not you, right? I'm. I. I. I'm. We're, I'm obviously not a, a, a legend. I'm, I never stepped inside a squared circle. I never worked for Vince McMahon. Uh, but again, for us to have that universal feeling where we were all brought back to being fans and we all had a visceral reaction. It doesn't matter if you're the innovator of violence, Tommy Dreamer, or if you're a busted open nation member, or if you're me. It, it, we all felt the same. We were all put in the same boat last night uh i saw someone tweet us uh i don't this this is a weird name on twitter so i'm not gonna uh i'm not gonna sit here and try to pronounce it but the the, the person who tweeted out originally his name of jason gardner jason gardner 83 and it said the mount rushmore of pro wrestling fan reactions and you get the crying guy last night on AEW you get the Miz girl the night that uh, Miz cashed in on Randy Orton to become WWE champ you get the guy who had his eyes bugging out of his head when uh, when uh, when uh, Roman Re or not when Roman Reigns when uh, when Brock Lesnar uh, lost the streak right and then you got the uh, guy who was super jacked up when Brock Lesnar came back to WWF I mean it isn't often that WWE it isn't often that you get a historical moment and you know that you're living history. And you said it, Janetti and Michaels in the barbershop window, right? Andre and Hogan at the slam at WrestleMania three dreamer. It is just so cool to sit here on a Saturday and knowing that we're living the history that we lived last night. It just, uh, it's special shit. Yeah, man. The, uh, the outsider showing up Medusa throwing, uh, the, the woman's title in the trash. These are moments that are ingrained in our wrestling brain, but it was also for a reason. I mean, as simple as Medusa is such a statement um, because it was, hey, I wasn't being used properly and I want to be used properly. And, you know, that was CM Punk, man. It wanted to be in the WrestleMania main event, that simple. And if you're telling me he didn't deserve it, you're a fool. 
Uh, Eric Young has said it great. When you have 11 to 12 hours of programming and you can't find six minutes for Eric Young, you're doing the wrestling business a disservice. And he, I'm, he, I agree. And there's a lot of talent like that. Cool. Not to spin a negative. I'm looking for a positive. Uh, we had a positive, positive moment last night. We're going to have some really good wrestling tonight at SummerSlam. We're going to have some really good wrestling on NXT TakeOver. That's my positive going into this weekend. And take that momentum uh, and ride it. And if I'm Vince McMahon, it's time to do the proverbial, let me pull up my pants and see what the hell I, I'm going to do. Because he is the one who is ingrained in all of us and every wrestler that's ever worked for him. Perception is reality. Well, perception is AEW. That's the perception. Let me ask you a question as you talk about perception and we talk about, obviously, yes, SummerSlam is coming up here in a few hours in Vegas. Also this weekend, we've got a takeover and you mentioned it. Adam Cole, right? Kyle O'Reilly. There's rumors, Dreamer, that, that Adam Cole, uh, it might be done with the WWE, right? That his contract is coming up and he might be looking to go elsewhere. How much do you think last night, just on the, you know, in terms of AEW, in terms of CM Punk coming back, how much do you think the Adam Coles of the world are paying attention? How much do you think this shifts the landscape in terms of the actual talent paying attention in the decisions they make, specifically Cole? But there's obviously other people that you know over the next year or two that are going to be thinking about potentially jumping ship right listen business wise there's a lot of wrestlers out there on the open market and then you have to look at where am i going to be able to either raise my stock or at least get a buzz about myself it's amazing how many wrestlers are contacting impact wrestling because they also realize Okay, how much bigger is, you know, CM Punk going to get if I show up there? Or again, this is a company that has three hours of television. So where do I fit in? So maybe if I go to an Impact Wrestling, I can be used properly. I could get a push and I could be spotlighted on television. Same with, you know, maybe I want to go to New Japan. But New Japan, you know, it's not really like you can go overseas to japan because of the coronavirus uh, and all the restrictions right. that that country has so it's this is the trickle down effect uh i just saw you know wwe just hired they did like a, a las vegas tryout they just hired a bunch of people they put that out there cool they're filling up their their system because they have a lot of uh needs to find the next big star and if you're there in WWE and your contract is coming up, it's either, hey, sign me to this or, hey, I'll take a, a shot and work on my own. Look, again, a company that's not it's two years old. I'm thinking of Andrade showing up. I'm thinking of all these different people, you know, literally showing up. Mark Henry, big show. I'm sorry, Paul White. But think of all these moments that Matt, are just Matt like Hardy. Matt, Matt Hardy, Brody Lee. They're, they're almost like throwaways now because it's so many different people. It's nuts. Yeah. It really it is. is. Crazy. Yeah, to think back of the last two years and what we've lived, and you talk about coronavirus, uh, Dreamer, that's the, 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 obviously sort of the, the, 
the proverbial, I guess, you know, monkey wrench that's being thrown into the situation here. Obviously, international travel is still a little bit of an issue. I mean, obviously, the Delta variant is still an issue. Coronavirus on some level is still an issue when it is no longer an issue. What do you think happens with the Forbidden Door, AEW, Impact, New Japan? Like, do do you see potentially a CM Punk going over to Japan and working with, like, say, a Tanahashi or Okada? Because we've limited this to conversation for the first three hours, Tommy, to a lot of AEW fantasy booking, right? Oh, my God, John Moxley. Oh, my God, MJF. Uh, these matchups about Pentagon, Phoenix. This is all the, the, the possibilities in AEW are endless. But then you open up the possibility of Japan and getting back into what that could mean. I mean, God, the excitement, Dreamer. I just, I, I, I'm over the moon about it all. Again, what is the likelihood of a forbidden door being opened in Japan, being brought into the mix by your estimation with the CM Punk news? Uh, you then fall into the politics region of it. Without, yeah. we have to. There has to be a cure for the coronavirus, so that's out of everybody's hands. Um, the you think about last night, man, this isn't like a 5,000 seat arena. This isn't, uh, even a a 10,000 seat arena there. They sold out the United center. You're from there. I've been there. That's a very, very big venue. Um, the, the 10, the, 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 this all kind of started on the bet you they couldn't sell out a 10,000 seat arena. It's been done and done to death. Now they're coming to New York. You know, uh, I've seen the uh, the amount of advertisement that is in New York. It's literally everywhere. That's all. Um, Yankee Stadium has it. There's billboards on Times Square, and not small billboards, big ass billboards. Why? Because hey, there's think of again business. The business that TNT is getting. On a friggin' Friday night, which is n- normally the death knell for television. Nope. Everybody's watching. Everybody's talking about it. That's busy. Mm. Mm-mm. What a time to be a pro wrestling fan. I hope you all appreciate what Tommy Dreamer and the Busted Open family are bringing you here on this Saturday because there are no shows like it. Talking about everything in the pro wrestling world, whether it be AEW, Impact. We got Ring of Honor with their pay-per-view coming up again night two later tonight. Of course, SummerSlam. I got to thank Brett and Giancarlo and the folks out at GCW Game Changer Wrestling last night in Vegas. They put on a great show it's endless pro wrestling it's endless there is not enough to consume there are not enough eyes i don't have enough bodies there's not enough hours in the day and you know what that is a great problem to have aew rampage the weekly winner for myself and tommy dreamer hell you might as well just give them the yearly winner maybe the decade winner just absolute seismic waves being made by tony khan and aew with the return of cm punk thanks for listening catch us monday through saturday on busted open from 9 a.m to noon eastern on sirius xm fight nation channel 156 the busted open podcast For 25 years, nothing has tasted better after a hard day's work than a Mike's Hard Lemonade. It's because since day one, Mike's has been making lemonade the hard way. We use three kinds of lemons, all handpicked from family farms. 
then blended to perfection in cold press to create the epic hard lemonade you know and love. Mike's Hard Lemonade. Hard days deserve a hard lemonade. Mike's is hard. So is prison. Don't drive drunk. Premium all beverage with flavors. All registered trademarks used under license by Mike's Hard Lemonade Company, Chicago, Illinois. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters. Both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand.